0: Ba, ba, ba. all right
1: Is it there oh that was too high of a We're pitch back. woo it didn't catch that it was like that low was a of too high woo? yeah
0: oh my goodness so give
1: me a lesser woo
0: <laughs> a lesser that sounds like a D creature you must face the a lesser, lesser woo. woo
1: you're not ready yet for the mighty woo
0: the mighty woo or the common woo you must face the, the common... lesser woo
1: not until we're woo. at level 10 do you get the common woo. Well, it's
0: gotta be like the like wh- white woman woo kind of. No, all white women. Did your audacity catch age. that? Yes, my audacity no. caught the woo.
1: My mic thought my woo was too high. I
0: mean, are you using your special mic? or? It is
1: my special mic, yeah. Huh. I, we're not gonna test it right now.
0: <laughs> let's See, test how high your woos can go Poor listeners mic. with
1: headphones are gonna be like no
0: god mm. um hi everyone it's been a while
1: it is i mean it's not while. really been a
0: while it's been like a week
1: yeah but we haven't well, two talked weeks technically in a while we
0: haven't talked for like three weeks or so
1: yeah were we recording early because we haven't skipped anything yet
0: well, yeah, remember we recorded early, because you're like, and then I can get you um, <laughs> the thing on time, and then you went to the festival, and then and, the thing is, I totally forgot you didn't send it to <laughs> me either, because I just, ne- I, I'm like, off the top of my head, I'm like, ah, Tori obviously sent right, it. it. Tori's on top of her
1: it. shit, she always sends it right after, but And no. then nothing,
0: and okay. then I'm just like...
1: <laughs> Let me explain myself a little bit to the listeners.
0: Well, I imagine you were very excited to where you were going, because well, like, the pictures recorded, I got on Insta were very nice.
1: When we recorded, I was jetting off to go see a screening of Nimona, which, listeners, can't wait for y'all to watch it this summer. It is so freaking Created good. by
0: friend of the podcast, <laughs> Nate Stevenson.
1: <laughs> Ooh, Just to be yeah, like, hey, Nate, hope you inside. don't mind.
0: Hope we Hope you don't mind. We used you for marketing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we use his wife all the time.
0: I mean, she likes it. <laughs>
1: she likes more Molly. Of we love you, Nate. We love you too. The fantastic. So I, I lasted out after our recording on that and didn't send you the episode. But I would usually, I usually it like downloads. That's
0: usually yeah. I wait a few and minutes, then and immediately then I send, send it, it to me. But in that case, yeah. I
1: was like, all right, well, while it downloads, I'm gonna hop over and I'll come. Yeah, you back. Have to
0: get going.
1: And then Tori's head was like, "Oh, I already sent it." And then Tori went to stagecoach and was camping and didn't have any service. And then Paul was like, "Hey, episode." And
0: you're like, "Ooh." <laughs> and then the fact that they're like, "I have my laptop with me," and I'm like,
1: Wah! <laughs> "That's because I was working on the way back. Like, I didn't get the Monday oh, off, yeah. so I was gonna go straight to like working." And
0: you got the remote. I forgot. Yeah, yeah you got the remote yeah, got, job. Except when it's not remote home. and you're actually at a place.
1: Yeah. Anyway, that's why the last episode was late. And that's yeah, sorry why for the... Paul and I haven't talked in a while. We are going to go into, however... Two
0: fun things yeah. that have recently occurred. Not to me. I live in Illinois. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: the fun thing that has occurred for me is <laughs> I'm constantly on Zillow looking for a place to live in LA. But I I might have one. My... I might be coming to the West Coast best coast.
1: Good old... What was it? Zito? Zita? Zito? Zito? Is
0: that his name? Vito. Vito. Let's not out Let's not out our realtor on this fucking <laughs> podcast.
1: Because he's a listener. Yeah,
0: he <laughs> <you> better be. <laughs> I, oh God, what if I pulled the card of? Do you know who I am?
1: I am,
2: Paul I am Paul
0: of the, I'm Paul Hollywood. I'm Paul Hollywood, founder of the Selmarillion. I think you know my parents, Mr. and Mrs. Hollywood. They're very upset with you right now.
1: Oh, God.
0: My uncle is the Hollywood sign.
1: (laughs) Right. Exciting thing number one. Uh, I got quoted in a Vice article. Yes. Which was very cool. Shout out to Frankie, who she wrote an incredible article. Along with our friend Aaron.
0: I was not expecting to see Aaron's name on there. What a jump
1: scare. And how great to be in an article just what was it um i'm trying to pull up what the article was called so if people want to read it it is called the lord of the rings is still gayer than ever
0: <laughs> a fantastic headline mm-hmm. if ever there was
1: one by mary frances frankie knapp and she just wrote an incredible article about kind of the fandom the queer fandom how it's helped a lot of people like
0: discover themselves yeah, and also express themselves exactly
1: and so i got a cool little little quote about like the black side and the queer side of the phantom um
2: i'll
0: have to send you because really cool. aaron's like i'm also she, aaron's like i am kind of bummed that they didn't have all the stuff i sent them because i imagine they sent like a full of, aaron sent a wall of text essay. about how denethor is actually a trans symbol and stuff and all this stuff and they're like but it was nice to just be mentioned anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe Aaron should write just like a what was it a guest column, and can Maybe, include everything but they want. Aaron's
0: to. Aaron's posts on Tumblr can get quite rambling enough, uh, but I trust them to edit.
1: So that was really cool. Also, Frankie's favorite color is Baja Blast. So,
0: oh fuck, I already approve of that. I know,
1: right? Friends, friendship, right 10 there. Ten out of ten.
0: <laughs> And now we, now our podcast has officially been mentioned in a, uh, in an actual, in a publication, a proper publication. Hell
1: yeah. We're making a way, Paul. We're making a way. Making a way.
0: (laughs) Uh, you also went to Renfair with your friends. Went to
1: Renfair, dressed as Bo, met a Yasha.
0: That Yasha's very nice.
1: An incredible Molly cosplay to the best Molly I've ever seen. I just posted it on Twitter. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also met Chess from yes, Running Rings Twitter. I saw. They flew down and came to run fair with us.
0: With a dapper pirate hat.
1: Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. It was it I like was how a solid weekend.
0: next year when I go with you, it's gonna be all you and your attractive friends wearing like Oh, really you are attractive. How many times
1: do I have to tell you this?
0: No, because I'm gonna be a dirty, t- I'm gonna be a dirty turnip man. I'm gonna be in peasant garb and have a little bag of turnips that's, that I hand out to folks.
1: That's actually brilliant. So for it, I do don't you know, know
0: what the tr- price of turnips of the LA know, area is, but I'm is saving the stock up for turnips.
1: Market up to. You might I have think, to go to a cheaper.
0: I think I tried googling how much turnips were worth, but I kept getting results for fucking for like, animal, animal Crossing. crossing. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, no. Real fucking turnips, <laughs> you bastards! I never even played Animal Crossing.
1: Oh, I got a bunch. Of, I love it when people pass out things at Ren Fair. I got a bunch of little trinkets that day. I got a a, a point of inspiration. It was like a little D twenty that says inspiration. Aww. I got a lot of flowers to give to my wife, um, being Bo hey, and Yasha, hey.
2: like yeah. flowers.
1: Uh, and then I got from a a caduceus looking person a little flower and a little teacup oh yeah it's in the teacup in in a, a teacup. teacup yeah it's somewhere oh. over there i'm going to show you but <laughs> you have a
0: bunch of knickknacks behind you
1: <laughs> all of my reindeer goodies that's the nerdy oh, bookshelf goodness. um and, oh and uh, then that's uh, a good transition also. i posted my cosplay of bow on twitter and freaking <laughs> fucking mercer Followed me back.
0: Mercer! Yeah, he followed you. Look at you.
1: you know, shout out to Matt. If you listen to this podcast, great to have you here.
0: Matt. Thing is, you should definitely retweet this episode when we post it on our Twitter, and we should see if he...
1: Yeah, he
0: can see it. Matthew, if you're listening... Hi. (laughs) Love the hair. Uh, And the vest. He was always on
1: point. Truly. His hair
0: and vest game. Whole outfit. 10 out of 10. (laughs) Hard to beat. Um... Yeah. Um, see, this is, see see Shane, we're not always talking about you. Sometimes we're talking directly to Matthew Mercer, who's probably not listening, Cuz we
1: bring up Shane again. <laughs>
0: As I bring up Shane again. Well, guess what, guys? <laughs> guess what? Guess who we got for our, a guest next time? They say
1: if you mention Shane, four it's Matthew times Mercer. In a row,
0: <laughs> no, sorry.
1: She so may no, appear yeah. in the chapter The Mirror That's of the a terrifying,
0: a terrifying prospect of Shane just appearing at random. Oh, but yes, we have our guest next episode, and it is the one, the only Shane. And it will be. It'll be the first podcast of When I'm in LA.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, man. Do we, we figure out like how to of... do that in person or do we do it? Was that too much to think about and just do it? Well,
0: I it shouldn't be that hard because there are, you know, like those recording things that like reporters use that can pick mm. up voices in the ambient space and I could clean up the audio pretty well. Mm. I don't know how expensive those things yeah. are. And I don't know how much of an investment we want to put in that. Um, but it could be also just like the time when you and I just recorded. We all huddle around <laughs> your one microphone. Yeah. Thing is, like, your mic picks up stuff pretty well in just the ambient area. Like, I can't even see where your mic is right now. Yeah. Meanwhile, with mine, I have to be like talking into it.
1: It's a little hidden. It's pretty good, and it does have a setting where it can do. Uh, it can pick up from two sides. So. Oh, we
0: could we could test that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm,
1: Plans. Podcast plans, plans, y'all.
0: Plans. (laughs) But um, yes. Ah.
1: Last-Lorian?
0: That's basically everything we need to talk about. Let's talk about elves, my let's, dude.
2: Let's talk
1: about elves. This is my favorite topic.
0: When in doubt, talk about elves. All right. So, without further ado.
1: Lead the way, my good pal. We shall begin
0: Paul. in three, two, Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of The Silly Marillion. This week we are covering uh, Fellowship of the Ring, Book 2, Chapter 6, *The Vothlorien.
1: And we getting
0: some good elves in there. Let me introduce myself. I'm Paul, at this rate.
1: Hi, I'm Paul.
0: Noted, noted Tolkien aficionado, t- turnip man. Uh pre-LA citizen uh future famous celebrity um gosh man i'm, I'm setting my sights put really it, high put it all it. up
1: manifest it paul put throw it, in the it out there
0: man throw it out there uh and joining me is matthew mercer endorsed <laughs> beau cosplayer matthew
1: mercer endorsed i love that
0: i don't I, again, uh, if Matthew Mercer follows you, I don't think he necessarily endorses you. For legal reasons, we should probably say Matthew Mercer does not actually endorse Tori. He just follows her on Twitter.
1: And appreciated my Beauregard cosplay.
0: You. Uh, hello, Tori. Hi, tall. Glad to have you on the show. Hey,
1: thanks for having me. I'm a big fan of the Silly Merillion. It's great to finally well. be here be able to talk to you, especially about elves. Did you know I love elves?
0: No, it's not like that's a defining part of your personality. Did you know I sometimes
1: am an elf?
0: Paul, did you know that I enjoy country music and
1: line dancing and life being a song? We're going to get to that quote. That was a beautiful quote.
0: Oh, life is. If life were a song,
1: (laughs) what would your life
0: song be? You assign a song to your life. My I wanna sign one that I can listen to all the fucking Go day.
1: to Tory song as in this was the song I put like on my Tinder bio. You know when you could I don't know what Tinder looks like now, but back in the day you could put one song in I your never bio knew for what Tinder looks like. <laughs> We could put one song to define you. That's a lot writing on like a dating profile. It's got profile. like a,
0: it's got the MySpace vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. A song, your favorite song on there. Anyway,
1: that song was "Shut Up and Dance with Me" by Walk the Moon.
0: Oh, classic! Very, that was that personal. was on my iPod Touch, and that was Ooh. my walking. That was my walking song mm. in college when I'd get bored or uh, really depressed. I would go on just a long ass walk through. Uh, Oak Park of uh yeah the Oak Park suburb of Chicago go to all these different fucking like forest reserves and just walk around even just walking up and down the street sometimes yeah and yeah that was how i stayed fit we had a whole weight room at my college never stepped foot no, in there once except walk. on the tour it was always i'm going to go for a little walk And then I'd always be like, oh, I'm walking past McDonald's. Well, I guess I'll just take a step inside and grab a fry. (laughs) That's
1: Uh, that's But uh, yeah, Shut Up and
0: Dance with Me. Classic. Good song. Classic, classic. Good song.
1: I've also worked Um, a show with that band, Walk the Moon. And it is one of my coolest stories because between Soundcheck and the show, it was at SeaWorld in Florida. They wanted to ride roller coasters. Oh. So I just went and took them on roller coasters and got paid to ride roller coasters with Walk the Moon
0: god damn yeah what fun experiences yeah hit a curb with the (laughs) b-52s in your car and then you also (laughs) ride a roller coaster yeah the life of Tori. Tori. it's like uh you know those like um magic treehouse books where it's like a night with knights and stuff yeah Tori hits a curb with the b-52s and i should just
1: make a headline of all these funny instances just to keep a little yeah. diary of this crazy stuff that happens. Anyway, All what is your what is your theme song? Oh, Ugh. so
0: many. Let me actually check my uh, Spotify because it's probably gonna show up.
1: <laughs> Listeners, what is your theme song?
0: Yeah, send us your favorite theme songs on our twitters. I'm
1: gonna put that in the description. On our twitters. get us your theme song.
0: I'd have to say,
1: oh, uh, take on me Ooh. by Aha. By Aha.
0: By Aha. Aha. I always say Aha because, <laughs> as a kid, I my my parents always listened to eighties music in the car, that or They Might Be Giants, and mm. my like I would always be like oh, and then like I'd look look at the CD. Uh, little car- uh not carrier the cup whatever the CDs came in back in the day what did you
1: call
0: CD it CD case CD case there we go <laughs> for all you youngins out there you
1: kids know what a CD
0: case is. what a CD rom is <laughs> um and i would like look at the band names and i always pronounce it as aha uh <laughs> instead of uh, aha aha because it was it was if i recall it's a dash capital h a so it's not aha, because there's no h at the. At I don't the
1: think it. I've That's ever actually defense. said it out loud or heard it out loud.
0: Uh-huh. Aha! <laughs> you've never, you've never been on a a murder mystery and come across a clue and gone aha. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I try to in D and D every week, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You
0: know. When I'm in LA, we can we can go on my, uh, mysteries together. Mm. We'll be like uh, Shaggy and Scooby Doo. Mm. Who's who? Um, <laughs> Shaggy, obviously. Not to say you look like a dog, but
2: <laughs> now I'm I look more like
0: I look more like Shaggy. <laughs> All right, maybe not, not- Shaggy and Scooby Doo. We can find a more appropriate. Uh, Detective Pikachu and Detective Pikachu and fucking uh, Justice Smith. That's that's who it is, Justice Smith. Who's
1: that?
0: D- the guy from Detective Pikachu. The kid. Isn't that Justice Smith?
1: I don't know. It's been a while since I. It's I've gotta seen it. be.
0: I swear to fucking god, am I just racist and getting I... black people mixed I... up again? My Who's... god. I swear he was in Detective Pikachu. Yeah, he was in Detective Pikachu. Because he was also in the Dungeons and Dragons movie.
2: Oh.
1: He was the sorcerer. Wait. What's his name?
0: Justice Smith.
1: Justice?
0: Justice
1: Ah. Smith. Ah. What a cutie. Yes yes, 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 yes. Yes, I liked his role in the D&D movie.
0: Also, he is queer.
1: I didn't know that. Yes. Good for him. <laughs> Another win for the gays.
0: Another win for the gays. What was I talking about?
1: Eventually, oh, yeah. Eventually, we were <laughs> talking about La Our
0: duo... Uh, crime solving oh yes or even Sherlock and Watson
1: Hmm. classic
0: and I'm good with being either of those (laughs) if I'm Sherlock I get to be eccentric if I'm Watson I get to uh, hang off someone else's success
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh... all right all right what are we (laughs) we got to the chapter name and then I don't know what happened
0: Mm-hmm. Uh
1: Mm-hmm. alas i feel we cannot stay here longer yes oh that's right sorry, i Gandalf? Just got thrown
0: off Gandalf i got thrown on. off looking at the zillow sorry the zillow thing is open <laughs> on the side and i lost it when i realized one of the special features of the place we're applying to oh, is no. sewer.
1: <laughs> sewer
0: sewer sewer all lowercase. <laughs> it's not even capital S sewer. It's sewer. All right. All like, right. Yeah, I sure hope so. Yeah. Fuck.
1: You're, you're applying anyway. for a sewer? You're a Ninja Turtle?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, which Ninja Turtle would you. No. Sorry. <laughs> We're not getting into that. We got it. We got Raphael. business to. I already have it. an answer
1: teed up. Raphael? Oh,
0: well played. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Let's face it, I'm Michelangelo. <laughs> um. So, Lothlorian. So, Uh, after everyone has a big breakdown about their friend fucking dying...
1: Their friend and fearless leader, their strength, their carrier...
0: Aragorn takes a moment to basically say, I told you so. (laughs) I know. Uh, Did I not say to you, if you pass the doors of Moria, beware? Alas, that I spoke true.
1: God. Really, the stick it in Gandalf's grave. Like, the man just, like... Well slash died <laughs> a few minutes is, ago and he's like i, I think, told you so
0: i think aragorn has a right to be pissed because he <laughs> trusted gandalf and you know this is probably a really tumultuous time for them emotionally yeah and that like why'd yeah. you have to fucking die you dungo why'd you
1: have to go against the balrog
0: yeah why'd you have to go do that so
1: yeah but or they're like this line we, we must... must
0: do without hope. Yeah. At least we may yet be avenged. Man, they're becoming the Avengers already.
1: Goodness. <laughs> and I love how they kind of it kind of connects Gandalf to being their hope
2: mm-hmm. in that
1: instance. And it's like, all right, we don't have hope, but we must still continue. Which is, and
2: he
0: he was kind of their um, he was their solid point.
1: He mm-hmm. was he was their north star
0: what they really all latched onto. Like, everyone except maybe Boromir, who's just trying to get back to Minas Tirith. Yeah. But, like, basically everyone else is latching onto him as, like, this respected figure. Mm -hmm. Like, Gimli and Legolas know him from when he helped in the Battle of Five Armies and the Hobbit. Uh, Aragorn knows him, like, better than anyone. And then you have all the Hobbits who look up to him as this mystical, magical man who takes, who like, when he's around everything's all right. Mm-hmm. And so they can just latch onto that. And now he's gone.
1: Now he's gone.
0: And now he's gone and they still of, have
1: to continue with their mission.
0: Yeah. They can't wait because by nightfall, these hills will be swarming with orcs to mm-hmm. quote the movie. Um, and so they run away. Gimli blames Karathras, the mountain that stopped them from going over. And yeah. he shakes his fist at it. And all I can picture is that Simpsons picture of, like, Grandpa Simpson shaking his hand at Cloud. And it just says, old man shakes hand at Cloud or <laughs> something like that. Yells at Cloud, I think.
1: Gotta redirect that anger somewhere. For me, mm. last week, I was directing my anger at Pitbull. Ooh. Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide.
0: Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide? mm Featuring Pitbull? <laughs> For the longest time, I thought his first name was Featuring.
1: <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Featuring
0: Pitbull. <laughs> it just shows up all the time.
1: Uh, How does he
0: keep getting in people's music?
1: How does he keep showing up? I love up? every song until he he shows up.
2: Hi,
0: baby! Mean! <laughs> shows up with that cue ball head of his. God. Ugh. Just want to smack the back of that ball head. With, just to see what it feels like. Uh, <laughs> anyway, enough ragging on Pitbull. So, they start to pass Miromir, or it's known in Dwarven Kaledzarum.
1: Yeah. That's and the Gimli pretty little Gimli remembers really how, league, Gandalf,
0: right? how Gandalf said, I hope you have joy at the sight. And he's like, I can't, though. We can't linger here. And Now long shall I journey, ere I have joy again. Mm. It is I that must hasten away, and he that must remain. Oh, Jimmy, you're tearing up my heart, man.
1: Tearing up my heart.
0: But they pass Durin's stone, which kind of is like the monument to where Durin first looked into it. And he's like, oh, I got to go fucking look at this. And so Frodo and uh, Sam go with him. Yeah. And they look down, and sure enough, they see the stars reflected in the water, even though it is daytime.
1: Wild. Oh, I just got chills. It's got
0: to be. Yeah, it's got to. Like, I'd fucking love to visit something like that. Like, we travel up to the fucking mountains of California and just, like, connect that way. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's amazing. But, like, I can't even picture that. Um, uh, and, like, To the point where, like, when they come back, Pippin asks, "What did you see?" And but Sam is too deep in thought, probably going, "How does this work? Wait a minute, (laughs) how the the fuck does this work?"
1: Reasoning that, you know, Sam, some call it magic.
0: I am confusion. Dwarves (laughs) explain. And
1: And, so, uh, is it the stars that they say is the crown of Durin?
0: Yes, there are seven stars that appear. Basically, it's almost more like a tiara. If I'm being honest, it's, it's a tiara. <laughs> oh, of, Durin! The tiara is a little of Durin.
1: Dwarf with his tiara.
0: He looks so pretty with it on. Uh, and do, so, feel,
1: do you? Do you feel bonita?
0: <laughs> it's the lake asking Durin, "Do you or do you not feel bonita, <laughs> Durin? The I feel bonita. feel bonita. Wonderful, because you look bonita." <laughs> Uh, but um, yeah, Aragorn gives a little geography lesson of where mm-hmm. they are. Where he's basically like, "Look, we're following the Silver Lode, which is a river that meets up with the Great River past Lothlorien." And uh, Legolas is like, "Oh shit, Lothlorien! Fuck! I love Lothlorien! God, I wish we came here in uh the fall." I he's like. It's it's like uh, when like people in the city go out to the country to yeah. watch the leaves change, uh-huh. and like me in like, Boston oh, last fuck. year, fuck. Oh man, that must have been beautiful. Yeah, I was like, what do you the mean time the leaves
1: change color?
0: I... Michigan is always a good place too. Shout out mm. to my home state. Wonderful autumns in Michigan. Beautiful. Also, you can't throw a rock without hitting a fucking like cider mill. Essentially, like there's so many fucking apple orchards uh. and cider mills. And it made me bummed when I moved to Central Illinois. And it's yeah. like, we got soybeans. <laughs> it's like, fuck I... off with your soybeans. I want apples.
1: Shout out to the soybeans. <laughs> Shout out to the
0: No, fuck the soybeans. <laughs> Those soy boys. Oh, no. I'm becoming a right winger. Does that make uh... you a soy boy? What, cause I just cause I am soybean adjacent does not make me a soy boy. Sorry,
1: I, I can't tell you're insulted by that. I take it back. I
0: famously drink dairy milk. I famously drink milk from cows. There will be no soy milk around me, or even almond milk for that matter.
1: Mm.
0: Anywho, now I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> Turn
1: your anger to Pitbull.
0: Ah, fuck you, pimple. <laughs> uh, so Legolas. Is like oh my god! I wish we were here in the fall, but you know what? I, w- I can't wait to see it in the spring. Um.
1: Yeah, he is very excited to be coming to Lothlorien. And my little I, note uh, here: so I wrote "Speak, Legolas," because I think this is the speak, most preach. he has spoken this whole book.
0: Well, it's about trees. <laughs> and he loves those. He loves that shit. Very I do hugger. love his descriptions though. There are no trees like the trees of that land, for in the autumn their leaves fall not, but turn to gold, not till the spring comes, and the new green opens do they fall, and then the boughs are laden with yellow flowers, and the floor of the wood is golden, and the roof and the golden is the roof, and its pillars are of silver, for the bark of the tree is smooth and gray, so still our songs in Merkwood say. My heart would be glad if I were beneath the eaves of that wood and it were springtime. Oh, he wants it to be there in spring, not fall. C- true, because it's winter right now, actually.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My heart will be glad even in the winter, said Aragorn. I
1: love that he just monologued about trees.
0: I mean, I mean that's what Tolkien does. Like <laughs> A lot of this is, is uh, an excuse for Tolkien to Jimmy's be like, let, like let, me self-insert. Describe, let me describe something, some beautiful nature for you real fucking <laughs> quick. So they carry on along, and as they are making their way down the mountain side, I knew you were gonna fucking. Sorry, it's ingrained now. (laughs) It's a tick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, man, I need to stop hitting everything with my pipe. I get really excited.
1: (laughs) Excited about the trees. uh, Trees. While you describe kind of the walking through, I'm gonna see if I can find this on my map.
0: Oh, yes. I see how good your geography skills are.
1: Mm. So,
0: as they're kind of walking along, Aragorn all of a sudden is like, oh, shit, Frodo, you were impaled back there. <laughs> Let me Poor check it out, Getting
1: stout and they just forget.
0: So they make a little camp and, like, get some water, even though it's very cold. And they're told not to just kind of walk in it. And they rest there for about three hours and they, they draw water and boil it. And, uh, cause Sam got a cut while fighting in Moria too.
1: Yeah. Little hobbits his, are first, hurt?
0: his first battle scar. Yeah. And Aragorn is like, Hey, cool. It's not poisoned. You're all good. We're you will live to see another day. Yeah. Let me just wash it out with fucking antiseptic or some shit. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that leaf, basically, they keep... Um... Yeah, Athalas. Athalas
0: yeah. is like the fucking aspirin of the fucking... Truly. Like, it's, you can fucking use it for everything. You need
1: penicillin now, we got Athalas.
0: Yeah, I got... Bitch, I got ibuprofen. <laughs> like, that, that shit probably works on everything from fucking, like, headaches to period cramps, let me tell you. Like, everyone needs themselves some Athalas.
1: So, I see on the map, Lorien. Is that the name of the woods? Yes. Yes, okay.
0: even though technically it should only it should be just called Lothlorien. Yeah, because remember, Lorien is a garden in Valinor, oh. and Lothlorien is named after that.
1: Huh. okay, okay. Though it had a name
0: before that, by the elves, um, I think Treebeard actually mentions uh, what it used to be called.
1: You can see they're really making their way east so much so that I kind of have to go to the next map. And every time I see Drimril Dale, I just think of Dimsdale, home of the Dimsdale Dimidome.
0: Dimsdale Dimidome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Dim... Yeah, the Dim... The Dimrill Dale, home to Dim... Dimrill Dimidome. Dimrill Dimidome. He's a dwarf. He just lives there with a big hat. Yeah. Uh, It was called... Lorenand before.
1: Laurenand.
0: And then uh but it that's a shortened name. Its real name was Fuck. Alright, let's see if God, I can. Jimmy why you gotta do this to me. Dorenan
1: That's a lot of syllables.
0: Lorelind Dorenan
1: Okay. I like the little cadence you gave with it.
0: And it means Valley of Gold because it looks gold cute and i believe it gets turned to lothlorian in the later ages when elves are starting to fade and i Mm. believe lothlorian means dream flower Mm. because it's like a very you'll see once we're actually in lothlorian proper how time kind of works differently um that's your that's your little history lesson More of language, job. what everyone came here for. <laughs> and so then Aragorn looks over to Frodo and is like, "Hey, my dude, let's check you out because you got fucking yeah hit really fucking Needed.
1: hard, chucked."
0: And then it's revealed that hey, he's got a mithril coat.
1: Yeah. And What'd then, meanwhile, say? Gimli
0: Gimli walks up to it like it's fucking, um, uh, shit. Oh, it's on PBS. It's when people bring their old pawn stuff stars, not pawn stars. Oh. It's fucking what is the value? Antiques Roadshow. Antiques ah. Roadshow. That's it. Um, man, I'm bringing all the fucking. Hey kids, let's talk about <laughs> Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> That's what every kid wants to hear. So yeah, they immediately go up and like immediately Gimli like pulls out like a little like jewel glass. It's like, oh my god. (laughs) This is what Gandalf was talking about? He undervalued it. Yeah.
1: Here's a pretty skin I'd be kind of insulted.
0: I'd be insulted. Where you'd be like, Bitch, are you saying it's more expensive? Or are you saying that my hometown sucks? And it can probably do that and more.
1: Yo, if it's worth the Shire and everything in it, I cannot imagine. Has anyone tried to calculate have we talked about this already? Try to calculate what the mithril shirt is worth? Um I, don't know. I wonder if anyone's what? done that math. Someone well, has got I know you.
0: someone I know someone calculated Smaug's horde.
1: Oh, that's really cool. I love nerds. How I'm much is alright, all
0: that's the first uh how much is... Holy shit. Okay. Oh, oh. Let's hear it. Okay. A lowball estimation of how much the Mithril shirt is in current U.S. dollars is $145.3 billion.
1: Holy Okay, say it one more time. I'm gonna write it
0: down. 145.3 billion dollars.
1: Holy shit. That's... Wow.
0: And they've done that by basically taking the price of land in England where the Shire was based off Mm
1: of.
0: And then adding it all up into how big the shire is and yeah
1: dang, that's a fancy shirt it did save frodo's life so
0: sucks though frodo's a billionaire now
1: <laughs> watch out he might try and buy twitter imagine imagine
0: you're walking with your friends and all of a sudden they pull out something that is worth 145.3 billion dollars
1: i might consider killing
0: him for that I might very much consider killing that friend.
1: And Mary's like, I have often wondered what you and Bilbo were doing so close in his little room. Well,
0: wait, what did you think they were doing? Mary?
1: Yeah. Don't it right, too hard, fiction.
0: Mary. <laughs> no. I don't want to support the Bilbo Frodo shippers. <laughs> no Are there?
1: You know, no no, we're not we're not gonna we're gonna back up. One we're not sec. even gonna balance that. One
0: Let's take a look on Archive ah, of Our of Own. Let's see what the Frodo ships are. Do they
1: find a dark and black and bruised on Frodo's right side.
0: No, we're we're looking this up. He can't escape. Which it. is
1: crazy, because if that if he didn't have the on, he would just be dead. He would be dead dead. The fact that it still bruised him with this hundred and forty-five billion dollar piece of chainmail. Did you find another Harry Potter crossover?
0: (laughs) No, but I did find that there are Frodo Baggins and Bilbo Baggins. How many uh... results? Eight, thank God.
1: Okay, that's less than I thought.
0: However, (laughs) the description of one of these just says, Bilbo unravels his gift.
1: Let's see what you did there. It was very clever, but... Let's back it up. Let's back
0: it up. It was written by Pitbull. <laughs> um,
1: so... Mr. 305. Oh,
0: yeah. Um... Gale. Gale. <laughs> um... So, yeah. They are now walking around with fucking billions of dollars worth of Mithril.
1: Goddamn. Uh,
0: and so they... He's like, hey, put it on again because it's also like... It kept you fucking alive, my dude. And they continue on walking through the night because orcs can now follow them now that it's dark out. And this part kind of freaks me out of... um... Yeah. Uh, Like, Frodo and Gimli are walking towards the back. It's like pitch black out. And... Gimli's like, he's like, well, I can't hear any orcs, so I think we're good for now. But orcs can pursue people for a long while, so we should probably Mm. get walking. Mm -hmm. Uh, Frodo doesn't say anything, but it says, he he looked at Sting and the blade was dull. Yet he had heard something, or thought he had. As soon as the shadows had fallen about them and the road behind was dim, he had heard again the quick patter of feet. Even now he heard it. He turned swiftly. There were two tiny gleams of light behind, or for a moment he thought he saw them, but at once they slipped aside and vanished. And he's like, did you see that? And Gimli's like, "Uh, I don't see anything. Let's it's hurry, dope, though. You're man. freaking me out. You're freaking me out, man.
1: <laughs> this is how the horror movies start.
0: But they do reach the golden wood and... Aragorn's like, oh, I'm glad to hear the leaves through the trees. We should be able to find some safety with the elves. And Gimme's mm-hmm. like, I don't... If Gimli's like, if elves still live here. And Legas like, is like, bitch, elves still live here. <laughs> but Boromir is very hesitant because he has heard many kind of, like, stories of this being like a haunted forest where men will enter Lothlorien and never come out. At- oh. And so he's like, I'm not. I don't trust this. There's evil in these woods, and Aragorn's like the only evil is the evil we bring with us. Mm. So which they are carrying
1: me. some, they um, are carrying so, yeah. some shit. We
0: are literally carrying Satan in a pocket.
1: <laughs> and onwards they go. Yeah,
0: and they find a, a, a tributary of the Silver Lode called Legolas Nimrodel.
1: Is doing his little like tour guide, and he's like, "To the left, you'll see Nimrodel. Yeah. Then to the right." Let me give you a little history. And we're walking. About the and we're
0: walking.
1: He's like walking backwards with the fellowship, walking forwards. His arms are up. He's got a little fanny pack on. Stop here, photo photo opportunity with the golden tree.
0: They like come along, and Legolas is like, Oh, do you hear the voice of Nimrodil? I will sing you a song." Because he's like, Tolkien's like, "Now we've gone one chapter without a that song. That was one
1: chapter too long."
0: So we need to fill that baby in. Uh I don't know if I remember the tune. See how it
1: goes. (laughs) Elvin song up on the way Elvin song.
0: An Elvin maid there was of old a shining star by day. Her mantle white was hemmed with gold, her shoes of silver grey. A star was bound upon her brows, A light was on her hair, as sun upon the golden boughs, In Lorien the fair. Her hair was long, her limbs were white, And fair she was, and free, And in the wind she went as light, As leaf on linden-tree, Beside the falls of Nimrodel, By water clear and cool, her voice, as falling silver, fell into the shining pool. Where now she wanders, none can tell, nor in sunlight or in shade. For lost of yore was Nimrodel, and in the mountains strayed. The elven ship in haven grey beneath the mountain lea, But waited for her many a day beside the roaring sea. A wind by night in northern lands arose and loud it cried, and drove the ship from elven strands across the streaming tide. When dawn came dim, the land was lost, the mountain sinking grey, beyond the heaving waves that tossed their plumes of blinding spray. Am- oh my uh, Amroth beheld the fading shore now, now low beyond the swell and curse the faithless ship that bore him far from nimrodel of old he was an elven king a lord of tree and glen when golden were the boughs in spring in fair lothlorien From helm to sea they saw him leap as arrow from the string, And dive into the water deep as mew upon the wing. The wind was in his flowing hair, the foam about him shone, Afar they saw him strong and fair go riding like a swan. But from the west has come no word, and on the hither shore No tidings elven folk have heard of Amroth nevermore.
1: Ooh, that's a good song. That's a good little story right there.
0: And that's just a part because the story, when this took place, this whole song took place, was around the time that uh, the dwarves awoke
1: the Mm. darkness in Moria. Wow, that's an old-ass song.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Not too old, though, compared to the stuff we've learned. It's still third age, I believe.
2: Mm.
0: But, uh, yeah, it basically tells the story of this elven maid named Nimrodel who was in love with Amroth, the, at the time the Lord of Lorien, before Celeborn and Galadriel settled there. Mm. And he essentially, like, they were to depart... Lothlorien, because they went down to a place called, uh, I think it's called e- 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 Ethelond, Ethelond, in G- what is now Gondor. It used to be an Elven hmm. haven, okay. and they would go south from there and sail into the west, and that's where they were going to go. But Nimrodel was lo- got lost on the way there and the winds blew the ship away, and Amroth dove into the water to try to find her, and he was Mm. never seen again. Uh, And Nimrodel returned to Lorien, where she kind of lived very unhappily the rest of her life beside this uh, river that bears her name.
1: Oof. Tills.
0: And fun fact, uh, there is a city in Gondor, or a castle, called Dol Amroth. Uh, which is a very important castle in Gondor, which we'll mm. learn about in Return of the King.
1: Okay, I just love like Jimmy truly created such a world here. He's like, here's a little history in a song. The fa-
0: yeah, the fact that Legolas can then like go into detail about what the song is actually about. Yeah. Uh, but then they also mentioned how the people who lived here are called the Galathrim, because uh, remember, whenever there's a D and N H next to each other in Elvish, it's a T H sound. So it's the Galathrim. The tree people, because they live in trees.
1: Oh, look at that!
0: And Gimli's like, "Well, it's probably safer." And Aragorn's like, "Yeah, we should probably try to like climb the trees and sleep up there if we can."
1: I too like to climb trees as an elf myself.
0: <laughs> as a, who loves it who doesn't love a good tree? <laughs> love a good tree. Love a good tree. You yes. know. All those trees in the high desert of Tehachapi.
2: <laughs> well,
0: that's there, unfair. There, there were plenty trees. of trees yeah. up there. It's a there. high desert, Especially not up just up a on desert. the mountains. Mm-hmm. True. And up on the mountains.
1: I did my fair share of climbing trees. Still I do. will say,
0: when I was there, I kept looking at those mountains and been like, gosh, I kind of just want to climb up there. Like,
1: There's a I'm good the kind hike. of person who sees, who I can sees take a you. high point
0: and go, yeah. let's go hiking. Yeah. Come on.
1: There's a good camp spot there and a good hike. You could go up and be amongst those trees you are probably seeing, so... When you're down and here. And I can
0: sing elven songs. Oh, and my God. Wine. Threaten me with good time. Sleep. And then we can sleep in the trees. And yeah. I, my ass will probably fall out in the middle <laughs> of the night.
1: Which will be like Which, Sam and just keep yes. sleeping.
0: <laughs> I love how they bring up the fact that, well, first off, Legolas is like, oh, let me climb the trees. They're called Mellorn. Because <laughs> it makes me think of, like, this is an a- aspen. You can tell it is by the way the way the way, what What? the whole thing is like Nietzsche walks or something like that. He's like, hey, that's pretty neat. And he's like, this, he like describes the tree. He's like, this is a pine. You can tell it's a pine by the way it is. And he just says that. And that's just Legless being like, this is a melon. You can tell it (laughs) is by the way it is. Uh, But like Pippin's like, wow, that's great and all. But we're hobbits, and we f- don't fuck with heights. All our houses are ranch-style houses. There are no upstairs in our houses.
1: There are no stairs, period.
0: There are no stairs. We don't like stairs.
1: And Legolas and... says, then dig a hole in the ground. Legolas being racist over here. That is more after the fashion here. of your kind.
0: Man, Legolas throwing out the micro... Actually, that's like a more of like a macro-aggression. He's like, why don't you dig a hole, hobbit <laughs> a hole boy? In. Uh, but just as he's about to climb out, someone yells, Daro! Which means stop in <laughs> Elvish. I believe it means stop. It could mean anything, actually. I don't actually know. I'm pulling that out my ass. I'm assuming <sighs> it means stop. Or halt. Or something of that kind.
1: Oh, look it up. Keep going.
0: Okay. But uh, like, Legolas kind of goes still. He's like, okay, don't move or anything. But then they hear Elvin's speech. And there's some laughter up above. And Mary's like, who are they? And Sam's like, oh, they're elves. Like, fanboy, elf fanboy. Sam's like, <laughs> oh, they're elves. Don't you know by the sound of their voice, Mr. Mary?
1: <laughs> yep, Cinder in first stop. Hey. Yep, it can also right. mean descent. Context
0: clues. it <laughs> goes, yeah, they are elves, but they also said that you breathe so loud they could shoot you in the dark. And Sam quickly covers his mouth. And it's so cute. It's so cute. Sam is just the cutest little guy. But he's like, but don't worry. They know I'm one of their kinsmen from the far north. So they will not shoot us yet. Because they liked my fucking song Mm -hmm. so much. Uh, And they're also like, hey, we can sleep with them up in the trees if we want. And then all of a sudden, like, a ladder just appears. I love that. And they climb up to it uh, to a flat or a, uh, in Elvish, it's a talan, which is basically just a platform placed on the boughs. If you think of like Mm -hmm. a treehouse, but it's just the floor of a treehouse. Okay. That's what it is. And they got, I think they have like a little canopy that they can rotate to like break, like a, a windbreaker essentially. If like a wind is coming from a direction, they can just move it to stop the wind from blowing on them. Clever.
1: Clever tree folk.
0: And they are welcomed by the warden of uh, a warden of Lothlorien named Haldir, who's the only elf there who can speak the common tongue.
2: Yeah. Because
0: he is joined by his brothers Rumil and Orofin. And they've been expecting them, actually. They've heard rumor of this party that they were supposed to keep an eye out for. Because if you recall, Eladan and Elro here, Elrond's sons, were sent to lothlorien with a message once frodo got to rivendell with the ring mm-hmm. so they were expected and they're like how many are you and they're like eight and they're like okay and they then like aragorn's like yeah eight there's me there's boromir a man of gondor there's of course legolas who you heard earlier and four hobbits and they're like okay that's seven it's like yeah the eighth uh and elix <laughs> is like the eighth is a dwarf and Halder's like now nah, we don't fuck with dwarves <laughs> no, sorry. sorry.
1: And Frodo stands
0: up for him. He's like, "No, no, you don't understand. He is from the Lonely Mountain, one of Danes' trusty Mm -hmm. people, and friendly to Elrond. Elrond himself chose him to be one of our companions, and he has been brave and faithful."
1: And if that's not a good reference, what is?
0: I mean, I need to use Frodo as a reference when I'm looking for jobs, man.
1: I'm one of the trusty folk.
0: I am brave and faithful. I need to bring a resume when I make friends and just be like, this is my reference. I'm brave and faithful.
2: Uh,
0: and Haldir's like, okay, if you say so, but uh, he will go blindfolded when we pass through Lothlorien. And so they climb up into their different talons. Uh, the four hobbits are going to stay with the elves, and the rest of them will go into a different one. And so Merry and Pippin climb up. They were out of breath and seemed rather scared.
1: <laughs> they don't fuck with heights. Heights is not a hobbit's thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So the hobbits uh, have some elf food. They don't say what the elf food is, and I'm kind of bummed because I want to know, like... Yeah. What's, what elf... Is it like a charcuterie board up there? They just pull out, like, fucking...
1: Little meats and some cheese. cheese little and little meats.
0: Some like that fancy honey that you can put on a cracker. <laughs> and then they all go to sleep, and Pippin says, I hope if I do go to sleep in this bird loft that I shan't roll off. Once I do get to sleep, said Sam, I shall go on sleeping, whether I roll off or no. And the less said, the sooner I'll drop off, if you take my <laughs> meaning.
1: In other words, Sam said shut up.
0: Exactly.
1: They fall asleep and get awoken by... Uh...
0: A spooky visitor. Oh. The wind was still. A little way off, he heard a harsh laugh and the tread of many feet on the ground below. There was a ring of metal. The sounds died slowly away and seemed to go southwards into the wood. A head appeared suddenly through the hole in the flat. Frodo sat up in alarm and saw that it was a gray-hooded elf. He looked towards the hobbits. What is it? said Frodo. "Yerk." I think that's how it's pronounced. That <laughs> uh, was so great. the elf in a hissing whisper, and cast onto the flet the rope ladder rolled up. Orcs, said Frodo, what are they doing? But the elf had gone. There were no more sounds, even the leaves were silent, and the very falls seemed to be hushed. Frodo sat and shivered in his wraps. He was thankful that they had not been caught on the ground, but he felt that the trees offered little protection, except concealment. Orcs were as keen as hounds on ascent, it was said, and they could also climb. He drew out Sting, It flashed and glittered like a blue flame, and then slowly faded again and grew dull. In spite of the fading of his sword, the feeling of immediate danger did not leave Frodo. Rather, it grew stronger. He got up and crawled to the opening and peered down. He was almost certain that he could hear stealthy movements at the tree's foot far below. Not elves, for the woodland folk were altogether noiseless in their movements. Then he heard faintly a sound like sniffing and something seemed to be scrabbling on the bark of the tree trunk. He stared down into the dark, holding his breath. Something was now climbing slowly, and its breath came like a soft hissing through closed teeth. Then, coming up close to the stem, Frodo saw two pale eyes. They stopped and gazed upward, unwinking. Suddenly they turned away, and a shadowy figure slipped around the trunk of the tree and vanished. Tolkien's so good at writing spookiness. Mm-hmm. Like I think he really missed out on not writing like a Stephen King kind of horror cuz not only could he like use his descriptions of fucking uh nature and stuff to make things more ominous but also just like he, there's this tension when you can yeah. only see eyes reflected looking back at you and like for those of you who've been in the woods at night like it can be freaky cuz mm-hmm. everything out there at night has fucking reflective eyes owls raccoons fucking marmots or fucking whatever like
1: yeah he has such a good way of just this very creepy descriptions and you could like feel the tension and the fear in the area without it ever being like a jump scare it's always just like uncanny and uncomfortable Even down Mm -hmm. to his description originally of the Nazgul. And and yeah, the sniffing.
0: Yeah, and you hear sniffing, so you're like, shit, is this a Nazgul without its hood on? And it's kind of creepy, because as soon as you think of sniffing, at this point in the book, you've been conditioned to think of the Nazgul. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of eerie. And the fact that it's even creepier when Haldir shows up immediately afterward, and he goes... There was something in this tree that I've never seen before. Yeah. It was not Nork. It fled as soon as I touched the tree stem. It seemed to be wary and have some skill in trees, or I might have thought it was one of you hobbits. And it's like, it's like Haldir <laughs> it's like this chapter could also be called Haldir Encounters a Cryptid, <laughs> where <laughs> Haldir like, oh, what the fuck is that?
1: My hunch is that it's Gollum.
0: Oh, oh, is it? Is that just, what your guess just is? Just
1: a little guess, a little creature, <laughs> if you will,
0: a dubious little creature, still to be confirmed up to or denied. No good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then Halder's like, "Oh, but what you heard earlier were orcs. Uh, they're pursuing you, but you know they're fucking dead at this point. They've mm. gone too far into the wood. We're gonna pick them off. We're gonna fucking Viet Cong these motherfuckers." Yorks are going to just be like, they're in the goddamn trees, man! They're in the goddamn trees! <laughs> so they eventually reach a uh, a river called the Celebrant. And they cross, essentially, by throwing three ropes over. Two at, like, arm height, and then one right below. And basically, you walk across the rope with... Insane. It's like a summer camp thing, kind of. Yeah. Did you never with no like, harness one of those
1: no okay i've but... never done one but i would i would do one today
0: okay but it's not even that high up though like it's mm, across okay. a river but like it's like okay. right across a river <laughs> if it's like it's not like right across a river but it's like right across a river
1: Internet didn't freaking um what's his whole deer or legless? also yeah walk across Haldir without
0: yeah they they're like uh, usually we just use one row because <laughs> that's all we cross, need. Because we're like, but for folks. you, poor, unbalanced people, we'll give you with three your
1: big ropes. feet. Like...
0: <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, like Sam is very proud of himself when he crosses over, saying, proud of you too, Sam. as my gaffer used to say, though he was thinking of gardening, not roosting like a bird, nor trying to walk like a spider. Not even my uncle Andy ever did a trick like that. And now I want to know what tricks did Uncle Andy get up to?" Because a guy named Uncle Andy sounds mm. like he is the one who gets drunk at family gatherings and starts telling the most wild ass stories.
1: Oh, Uncle Andy. Everyone oh, needs Uncle one. Andy. Everyone needs one.
0: What a what a dingo. <laughs> Love him. So, Hallier's like, hey, welcome everyone to Lothlorien. This is the beautiful place where we live blindfold that dwarf <laughs> and Gimli's like whoa 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 whoa, whoa 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 whoa, <laughs> and Gimli's like i did not agree to this
1: yeah they all agreed for him it's like i kind of get them not trusting especially when there's a lot of stuff going on
0: yeah but they're border control at this point but
1: yeah it's if you're gonna do it to like one which they're they get to, like, him.
0: do it to This everyone. is literally racial yeah. profiling. Yeah. And they're like, I and he's like, I'm no more likely to turn on you than Legolas will. Mm-hmm. And Haldir's like, I'm sorry, I don't doubt you, but this is our law. I'm mm-hmm. just following orders. Uh, and Gimli's like, I will either go forward free, or I will just go back and go around. Good for him. Like, no, you've already entered into Lothlorien. You need to speak to the Lord and Lady before you can depart it. And Gilly immediately draws his axe and he's like, bet? And Legolas, it says, a plague on dwarves and their stiff necks. And Aragorn is meanwhile like, come, said Aragorn, if I'm to lead this company, you must do as I bid. It is hard upon the dwarf to be thus singled out. We will all be blindfolded, even Legolas. That will be best, though it will make the journey slow and dull. Mm-hmm. Gimli laughed suddenly. A merry troop of fools we shall look. Will Haldir lead us all on a string like many blind beggars with one dog? But I will be content if only Legolas here shares my blindness. He's like, we don't all need to be blind. Just Legolas, <laughs> Legolas, <needs> Legolas. too. <laughs> and Legolas goes, I am an elf and a kinsman here. And he gets angry. And, Le- and Aragorn goes... Now let us cry a plague on the stiff necks of elves, but the company shall all fare alike. Come, bind our eyes, Haldir. And I love that moment where it's just, it's solidarity, you know? Truly.
1: Like, that was the way to go about it.
0: Union strong, guys. That's a
1: fellowship right there. If we're doing a writer's strike, we do it together.
0: Shout out to the writer's strike, by the way. Doing the good work. writers. Fuck scabs. Gross, (laughs) actually. Don't, yeah, well... <laughs> and I got weird images. Um, Quick, think of Bill Photo. Think of Bill Uh Just describing all this gross stuff to you. I'm sure that's why you came on this podcast.
1: Yes, thanks for having me, Paul Hollywood.
0: I I knew you'd appreciate it. <laughs> and so, yeah, they are all led on these streams, and Haldir does lament, like, ugh, it is in distrust of our allies that is the worst weapon of the enemy that he can use against us. And he's like, we are living in a hemmed-in land. We We cannot find a truly safe place anymore. And he then mentions how, um, like, there are havens out to the west, they say, where elves can depart this land. And Mary's like, oh, yeah, no, we know about the Elf Havens. They're west of the Shire. And uh, I love this phrase. Happy folk are hobbits to dwell near the shores of the sea. And Mary's like, oh, no, 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 no. We don't (laughs) like the sea. We can't swim. We can't swim. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) Mary's the one who's afraid of water, right? Or is it Pippin? He is. Okay, he's
0: not afraid of water. He's Of all of them, he's probably, well, him and Frodo can probably, probably know how to swim because they both grew up in buckland where hobbits know how to swim but it Mm. is i I, i've been mulling over this in my head for so long about why is it that so many drowning illusions are given to mary brandy buck yeah it's weird
1: it's interesting and then frodo's parents died by drowning
0: yeah, and Frodo's parents died by that. So there is,
1: there's a weird, there's some drowning imagery here happening.
0: Yeah. And so, but then you are kind of in, introduced to the sorrow of the elves. Some there are among us who sing that the shadow will draw back and peace shall come again. Yet yeah, I do not believe that the world about us will ever be again as it was of old or the light of the sun as it was aforetime. For the elves, I fear, it will prove at best a truce in which they may pass to the sea unhindered and leave Middle-earth forever. Alas for Lothlorien that I love, it would be a poor life in a land where no mallorn grew. But if there are mallorn trees beyond the great sea, none have reported it. And I do love this running theme in Lord of the Rings of almost like nostalgia for what used to be because things were always brighter in the past like have you ever uh like a lot of people have mentioned this and i experienced did you ever do you ever like think of how like how much brighter colors were as a kid
1: Ooh, fascinating no
0: how like sure things have color like sure this burger king cup has yellow yeah. and red but everything seems almost kind of muted a lot of the time unless huh. something is like specifically like cow hot pink yeah. or something like that you don't notice it until this mm. um, and how as a kid like everything seems bright and like all these colors it maybe it's just because you've gotten so used to these colors that they are no longer like a novelty
2: maybe
1: i feel like you can even say that just being a kid in your world view like the yeah world it is it's... brighter as a kid
0: like you got no problems as a kid
1: yeah no. Bills. a lot
0: of a lot of your um enjoyment of life is in the sun because yeah. when it's nighttime you go to bed as a kid yeah. Like, as an adult, like, we're all about that nightlife, and we're all about, like, <laughs> going out on the town and stuff like that, and staying up late. But um, as a kid, no, it's like, you, you wake up bright and early in the morning, you wake up your parents, and, like, you enjoy the sunshine, and then when the sun sets, you go to bed. So, mm, something to think gonna, about. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm going to be thinking about that.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Deep Thoughts with Paul. So they continue to march on and...
1: Oh, can I read uh, this one before they... you go back further, though? I oh, love yeah. this one. In Rivendell, there was memory of ancient things. In Lorien, oh, yes. the ancient things still lived on in the waking world. What yes. a way to describe a place.
0: Um, that is very much how uh, things are.
1: It feels like other cities have moved on, but they're still kind of like not stuck in old ways, but just like living in old timelines.
0: Yes. Um This description is very good. They uh they of course are at some point um allowed to take off their blindfolds because they get a message from the Lord and Lady of the Galathrim that Gimli the Dwarf can walk without a blindfold. Mm-hmm. And so they all take it off and they all look at these. And they are at, they are at this place called Cairin Amroth, where it used to be the heart of Lothlorien when Amroth was there. And that's where he built his house up in this large tree on a hill. Um, however, now it's more like kind of like almost like a, a kind of getaway place from the main city of where they live.
1: Uh did the rings of Shall power we... go
0: to Lothlorien? No, no. They've okay. only been to Oregion and Lindon. Uh, well, okay. I think it's... you're thinking of I think you're thinking of Lindon. Yeah. Because they're all those trees and yeah, stuff. Yeah,
1: that's kind of what what my imagery went to.
0: Yeah. That's beside the sea.
1: Okay. The others cast themselves down upon the fragrant grass, but Photo stood a while, still lost in wonder. Seemed to him that he had stepped through a high window that looked on a vanished world. The light was upon it for which his language had no name. All that he saw was shapely, but the shapes seemed at once clear-cut as if they had been first conceived and drawn at the uncovering of his eyes, and ancient as if they had endured forever. He saw no color but those he knew, bold and white and blue and green, but they were fresh and poignant, as if he had at that moment first perceived them and made for them names new and wonderful. In winter here no heart could mourn for summer or for spring. No blemish or sickness or deformity could be seen in anything that grew upon the earth. On the land of Lorien there was no stain. He turned and saw that Sam was now standing behind him, looking round with a puzzled expression and rubbing his eyes, as if he was not sure that he was awake.
0: It's sunlight and bright day right enough, he said. I thought that elves were all for moon and stars. This is more elvish than anything I ever heard of. I feel as if I was inside a song, if you take my meaning.
1: Haldir looked at them, and he seemed indeed to take the meaning of both thought and word. He smiled.
0: You feel the power of the Lady of the Galathrim, he said. Would it please you to climb with me up Cairn Amroth?
1: They followed him as he stepped lightly up the grass-clad slopes. Though he walked and breathed and about him living leaves and flowers were stirred by the same cool wind as his face frodo felt that he was in a timeless land that did not fade or change or fall into forgetfulness when he had gone and passed again into the outer world still frodo the wanderer from the Shire, would walk there upon the grass among eleanor and nifredil and fair lothlorien they entered the circle of white trees as they did so the south wind blew upon karen amroth and sighed among the branches Frodo stood still, hearing far off great seas upon beaches that had long ago been washed away, and seabirds crying whose race had perished from the earth. Haldeer had gone on and was now climbing to the high flat. As Frodo prepared to follow him, he laid his hand upon the tree beside the ladder. Never before had he been so suddenly and so keenly aware of the feel and texture of a tree's skin, and of the life within it. He felt a delight in wood and the touch of it, and neither as forester nor as carpenter, it was the delight of the living tree itself. As he stepped out at last upon the lofty platform, Halder took his hand and turned him towards the south.
0: Look this way first,
1: he said. Frodo looked and saw, still at some distance, a hill of many mighty trees, or a city of green towers, which it was he could not tell. Out of it, it seemed to him that the power and light came that held all the land in sway. He longed suddenly to fly like a bird to rest in the green city. Then he looked eastward and saw the land of Lorien running down to the pale gleam of Anduin, the great river. He lifted his eyes across the river, and all the light went out, and he was back again in the world he knew. Beyond the river the land appeared flat and empty, formless and vague, until far away it rose again like a wall, dark and drear. The sun that lay on Lothlorien had no power to enlighten the shadow of that distant height.
0: There lies the vastness of southern Mirkwood, said Haldir. It is clad in a forest of dark fir, where the trees strive one against the another, and their branches rot and wither. In the midst, upon a stony height, stands Dol Guldir, where long the hidden enemy had his dwelling. We fear that now it is inhabited again, and with power sevenfold. A black cloud lies often over it of late. In this high place you may seize the two powers that are opposed one to another and ever they strive now in thought. But whereas the light perceives the very heart of the darkness, its own secret has not been discovered. Not yet.
1: He turned and climbed swiftly down, and they followed him. At the hill's foot, Frodo found Aragorn, standing still and silent as a tree, but in his hand was a small golden bloom of Eleanor, and a light was in his eyes. He was wrapped in some fair memory, and as Frodo looked at him, he knew that he beheld things as they once had been in the same place. For the grim years were removed from the face of Aragorn, and he seemed clothed in white, a young lord, tall and fair, When he spoke words in the elvish tongue to one whom Frodo could not see.
0: Arwen, Vanimelda Namari," Namarie,
1: he said, and then he drew a breath, and returning out of his thought he looked at Frodo and smiled.
0: Here is the heart of elvendom on earth, he said. Here my heart dwells ever, unless there be a light beyond the dark roads that we must tread, you and I. Come with me.
1: And taking Frodo's hand in his, he left the hill of Karen Amroth and came there never again as living man.
0: Hey. Ooh. You read in the appendix, there is a portion called The Tale of Arwen and Aragorn, where it basically Ooh. goes over their entire romance. Oh damn. And Karen Amroth is where they first met. Oh, when it was an Aragorn had just, no, wait, no, sorry, they first meet in Rivendell. Sorry, my bad. They first meet in Rivendell, like, the day after Aragorn is told who he really is. ah oh, okay. um But in Karen Amroth, that is basically when they pledge themselves to each
1: mm. other. Oh, uh, so it's special.
0: It's where they got engaged, essentially.
1: But there's and something so... angsty going on here that they haven't touched upon yet, right?
0: It goes with the fact that she is also an elf hmm. and also liable to die away just like everything here. Hmm. or not even die away. He will die away. She will linger. She will alive.
1: remain, yeah,
0: yeah. And like she hold, unless she herself chooses to die as well. But the thing about that is she's already lived a long time, and now she must pay up for all that time in mortal years in which she will grow old, essentially, I believe. Oh,
1: interesting.
0: But uh, yeah, and so he never goes back to Karen Amroth. Uh, When Arwen finally dies, like a hundred years after Aragorn dies or so, she lays herself on Karen Amroth and dies there.
2: And they
0: basically form a burial mound over her. Oh wow! And that's and when she does that, the wood is empty at that point. There are no mm. more elves in Lothlorien at that point. Ooh, that's, it's that's just a, a regular forest.
1: Yeah, that's good shit. That's good shit.
0: But these that's tragedy, my boy. I love because it describes the power that Galadriel has over this land. Where essentially, while Rivendell has, like you said, like it has memory of things of old. In Lothlorien, things of old are still maintained. Artificially, Mm -hmm. it is not natural that what's going on here. But it is contained. And I love how they're kind of uh, juxtaposed. Where in Lothlorien, it's always gold and sunlight and beauty and everything. But all the other elves outside Lothlorien are twilight, stars, moon that kind of deal like Rivendell has like a an... yes it's a very beautiful juxtaposition how Lothlorien almost has a constant summer feel of like warmth and light while Rivendell almost takes on a perpetual autumn feel to it with like falling leaves and oranges and such
2: mm-hmm. I think
0: they do the uh well eh maybe not as much uh they almost get there in the movies, because in the movies, Rivendell is in Perpetual Autumn. There are all these orange mm. leaves, and they're falling at times. and But in Lothlorien, uh, it's only golden for a little bit. Then everything is at night, and everything is like starlight and kind of stuff. So they kind of ignore that element, which is kind of annoying. But mm. I love these descriptions of Lothlorien. because I it love is very Sam's otherworldly. line
1: of I feel as if I was inside a song if you take my meaning. Yes. Never heard that description ever, and I love that. And with songs being like timeless as well mm-hmm. throughout the years, I feel like it just adds to that that ancientness. And
0: Lothlorien. the line of he saw no color but those he knew, gold and white, and blue and green. But they were fresh and poignant, as if he had, at that moment, first perceived them and made for them names new and wonderful. And it's just Ow. like, oh,
1: Jimmy, your brain, Tolkien,
0: <laughs> Tolkien, you kiss your wife with that mouth! <laughs> like, goodness gracious, man, he's got mm. a way with words. What yeah, can
1: I say? Truly, when he's describing scenery,
0: <laughs> when he's describing scenery, yeah. When it, <laughs> yeah. when it, when you ask him to describe a person. He's like, uh, they were tall, and it's like, okay, how tall, Jimmy? They had dark hair, okay, like dark brown
1: hair or like yeah. black
0: hair, like
1: dark blonde hair. What are we talking about here? He's this big, is just like I'm
0: not even yeah.
1: romance to nature.
0: It really is his love letter to nature, yeah,
1: to, to nature and his wife,
0: to nature and his wife, my wife. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I think that's basically it. For this chapter, we end at Karen Amroth. Yeah. And I'm always thrown that we don't immediately get to meet Galadriel in this chapter, but yeah. it's a build up. Yeah. I
1: was expecting to meet her much sooner. Like, I can't believe we have not yet. No. Yeah. He's just been mentioned, no, we right?
0: She's. I don't think she's even been mentioned. Was she not I mentioned think... in Rivendell? Well, in this chapter. In this chapter, she's mentioned. She's not mentioned in Rivendell, I don't believe. Oh. Uh. Because Lothlorien is meant to be kind of the secret stronghold of the elves that they don't really mention. All we know is that Elidan and here went to Lothlorien. And they don't even call it Lothlorien. They just said the forest down the silver load. Uh, so you have this kind of buildup of mystery around Lothlorien. Sneakin'. Sneakin'. So, yeah, that was this chapter. uh, actually, a really fun chapter. I do love yeah. it when he starts to wax poetic, and you and I can just sit back and be like, "Ah, isn't this nice? Wonderful? There's not action going on,
1: yeah, there was enough action in the last chapter. We deserve a little break.
0: our friend is literally dead. uh <laughs> yeah, I prefer this.
1: Here's a nice little elvish song, Fotori yeah
0: have a little song about uh." Two lovers torn apart uh, yeah. by the ocean
1: What uh, with that
0: And with that, I believe that is uh everything really
1: yeah. that we
0: want to say about this chapter. Um, do you have any final thoughts on these elves?
1: I love them I, I love them. I love these little tree elves. It's just hanging in the trees
0: hanging in the trees.
1: but yeah, it just all sounds so beautiful. Ancient and beautiful,
0: ancient, beautiful, and unnatural. I do love that element yeah. where you're like, something's not right yeah. about this. Like, this isn't how things are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And that's it's definitely the giving power. You that that's the power powers. of a ring, baby.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the ri- whoa. That's the- oh, okay, okay.
0: And we'll get more into that in the next chapter. Oh, I gotta wait
1: for the next chapter. They're gonna leave me with that cliffhanger.
0: Thing is. you you get to wait to talk about it with Shane is what you get to wait. for. Um,
2: yeah.
0: And so I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, it only feels like it's been a long time. It's only, it's actually been a shorter amount Mm -hmm. since the last podcast came out technically, but thank you all for joining us. Special thanks, as always, to our patrons over on Patreon. I know we're taking a break for May, but still, your presence there is very encouraging to us. (laughs) Those of you in the Discord reaching out to us, asking us fun questions like, what's your favorite dragon in all of media? And me having to say, well, Smog, obviously. And I will fight anyone who says otherwise. (laughs) Um, Special thanks to Jack Hook, for composing the music for this podcast and special thanks to evelyn yay
1: evelyn
0: so yeah special thanks to them and special thanks to all of you for listening in on this uh we hope to see you next time and uh for now have a good little vacation guys happy summer from us from us (laughs) you don't have to hear us anymore we'll see you at pride
1: month baby like on twitter
0: oh oh my god yeah it is gonna be pride Month. hell yeah We already got to have some ideas for the Patreon. Oh yeah,
1: they're brewing. They're brewing.
0: Yeah, brewing. Bye.